um can i just say something go on sorry just straight in straight in because i've been off the socials that was the first time that i've now discovered that ariana grande's released new music (laughs) (laughs) had you not heard it before just now no listen nicole you know what it, it's a privilege to share this moment with you, but fuck it, let's start from the beginning. Hang on. Let's start from the beginning. I'll fade it up and down just because we have to talk over it for the license. It's like being on the radio. <laughs> Next up, we're going to have the news and weather with Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> the video is quite fun. That's how I saw it on YouTube. I knew it was coming because of Las Culturistas, shout out to them. Yeah. And I immediately thought, Vogue, Madonna. Yeah. And I think the other one is, it references uh, Beyonce, you won't break my soul. It's that kind of disco beat, ballroom type. Really but the video's fun. Here we go, coming Ariana. Ariana. They got the sport with Ralph. Come on, listeners, what do we say? Are texting in they're on Woke Weekend. Maybe another weekend. Who knows? Who knows? Listen to this line. This one's for Ian and what was his wife called again? You know. Listen to this line. She said. Why do you care so much whose dick I ride? Just let That's that sit with it. That's what Sinead said to Ian. This one goes oh. out to the girls in Battersea. That's going to be soon from us, listeners. Join us down in Vodka Revolution, Clapham High Street. We'll be there for the full <laughs> club night. I'm handing over to Darren now. Take care. Okay. Free
So Nicole, what did you think now you've heard it? Do you know what? Yeah. Right at the moment, I do like it. That is going to be one of those things where it's like, I like it right now a bit. And I'll be obsessed. Yeah. I've already made it my alarm. Have you? Good. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, don't you? I paid 99 pence for it from iTunes this morning. <laughs> yes. And I was going to say, what what I miss is that you know the little Nokia theme tunes that you used to have where it'd be like oh the yeah song. classic and every time people say they've got that as a ringtone I think I think of it as the Nokia version not the actual you know what you can't beat a Nokia phone ring and a Nokia um snake game I was fucking sick of snake hang on what was your oh here we go Oh, that's actually quite a sick change. That is quite fun, isn't it? Yeah. What um, what was your little ringtone when you were on your Nokia when you were younger? Let's see. Was it this one? Oh, God, quite classical, quite classy. It is quite classy. That is. And also not so urgent either. No. <laughs> this is lulling me into a nice. Me. Anytime you want to answer this call, feel free. Don't worry about it. I'm sure they'll call back. What's this one? Oh, interesting. Oh. Oh, I like what's coming in here. Hang on. Yeah. Oh. Woo! That's taking okay. a punch. Nice. Play this down the Um, I'm trying to think what my ringtone was on my Nokia 3210. Um, it might well, it wasn't that. I don't think yeah. it was probably like. Did they have like Samba or something like? Samba. I remember Samba. Something like that. And then I think after that, did I get a Motorola Razor? Nice. That was a classic. A pink Motorola Razor. Shout out to Motorola. They want to send us any free merch. Um. I'm trying to think. My my current. What is my best ringtone ever? I I don't know. I've I I cannot reveal the source of my current ringtone. Oh, because it's uh lifted from someone's remix of a song that is not oh. public. Oh, <laughs> connections mystery. Someone's got connections, but it's been my ringtone for about ten years, and I'm not going to change it. Well, it's been my ringtone since I had an iPhone, I think. I'll tell you something. I don't know what my ringtone is because my phone's always on silent. <laughs> I know. So is mine, to be honest. Every occasion I've got my text message notification is shout out to Tony Baker, but it goes, skid <laughs> That's my text like message. That. My, um, again, don't know. Couldn't tell you. Nutty glue. Nutty glue. Should we dive in to a little roundup of some reality stuff we've seen? Let's see. So this week, coach. we will be going through the second episode of The Only Ways Essex. Yeah, confirmed. There's been a shout out for it. There's been calls from it. The crowds of the United <laughs> Kingdom and other places that have listened to this have been screaming for episode two. They've been so screaming for it. That's what it. we've done. We'll be doing that. But do you know what? Little bit of fun pop culture. For anyone who's not seen the new Calvin Klein ad starring Jeremy Allen White. She can't stop going on. <laughs> well, 
I've been, literally, I'm, I've gone to a point where I've gone, Nisa, let's go now. <laughs> because, no, I read an advertising article about it. Shout out to, shout out to that. Um, and they said apparently his ad campaign has made $14.2 million already. Yeah, in revenue. So that's something. But also they're saying it goes back to the time of like when Marky Mark those campaigns. But in the UK, FKA Twix's advert has been banned because it says it objectifies women rather than people looking at the clothes. And she, quite rightly, has spoken out and said, I don't know how basically my advert's any different from any of the others. And then in the article, they do side-by-sides of like Kendall Jenner's, Jeremy Allen White's, some other ones. And she's not revealing any more flesh than any of them are. Um... And you know what, Nicole? What was the feature that we rechristened from Pop Buzz Quiz? Um, the rumors, the rumors, nurses. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, I have not seen the reunion part one. I've seen the first five minutes. Okay. So please refrain so that. from that. So sorry, listeners, can't talk about that. Can't um, about that. But what I would say is. Can I say it a word? Go on. I would say. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, I, well. I'd say okay. I'd say okay. gearing up. Gearing up for maybe two and three of the explosive. Potentially, there's been a lot of online discourse that I feel is more um interesting. Okay. As in, like the videos leaked. Oh right, 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 right. Yes. They're streaming a um her um, mom. Yeah. LD millionaire and then someone else oh and then the one she did with um what's he called andy the makeup artist where he called heather out for not paying him but angie k did pay him that one yes have you had the voice notes though no so the voice notes she's like i'm gonna be a star aka or like pearl what's right mia goth is that name yeah uh, in Pearl, I'm gonna miss her. Um, so she's kind of like saying that on some voice notes, and she's saying like how she. Oh, what does she say? Hold on, hold on, caller. Uh, okay, long story short, can't find them. <laughs> um, but there's some rumors and nastiness going around the internet. But there's actually voice notes of her just basically talking about how like she's gonna do shit. She's gonna be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and also I want to be a star, so I'm gonna get it at any cost. Oh. So try and find it because I can find it, but it is there. And I did listen to it, so I didn't make it up. Not running rumors and this. Rumors I well, I heard on Carlos King's um podcast that he was yeah. basically saying, was it him? I've heard on different couple people have talked about whether or not she would come back, and he was saying like, why wouldn't you bring her back in some yeah. respects? Yeah. And then I've heard other people say, but how could she come back? Like, is she? really just a one and done but actually she does other reality and either she's given a show or she does other existing shows like celebrity big brother in the states or the traitors us or something yeah i I don't know because maybe that would give her the same thing i I mean i think they were saying like if heather was to really like reconcile with her then maybe they'd all follow but the one that might be tricky is meredith but then yeah. if Meredith gets on board, then... And it looks like from the little clip I saw at the beginning five minutes, Mary is pro-Monica, possibly. She is pro. 
Yes. So that might be a way of keeping Mary in or her in if they're each other's like island in a way. Yes. There's from next week's one that's going around where Mary's going through everyone that she likes. It's and a short list. It's a short list, but she likes Angie. And then Angie, uh. gives, Angie gives this look to Lisa as to be like <laughs> I, she she'll come back i think i think we touched on that last week i think you i think i i like her but i think you might like her more than me only because i think she was quite activated and then sort of needed a reboot in the finale mary oh no anti k sorry oh anti k yeah i've got some spot for anti k yeah, I, I think I'm growing warmer towards her. And also I heard someone describing her as like she is a she is a new type of housewife in the way she's like the way she dresses is so like wacky and out there and kind of almost mm. like handy world, like comical. But that she's ultimately possibly seems quite nice. Like the fact, you know, you got to see some yeah. of the family stuff and yeah. with her daughter. And it'd be nice to see, I think I said last week, more of the business, like yeah. more of the hairdresser. Sean obviously doesn't want to be on camera, so like maybe no. don't force that. Just use the dad and the daughter, like to film with. I say use, I mean as in film them. Yeah, you yeah. know, if they both comfortable with it. But interesting story about the like, you know, the mum was it sounds like an alcoholic, and then she died or left the family, and like, you know, she was basically raised by her dad. So like, you know, it's a different kind of family dynamic that we've seen before. True, and I think we will have to reside to the fact that the next series probably isn't going to be as iconic as this. No, series. no, it's not going to be, and I would miss. I feel like Angie, I feel like Angie and Whitney in the reunion were quite sympathetic with Monica. Right. And that's all I'll say. That's okay. all I'll say. Well, but I felt like that was opening up a window for Because yeah. if you think about it, there wasn't that much that she actually allegedly said about Monica. Whitney. Yeah. yeah, Monica on there. So is it like Monica just really doesn't like Heather? So then creates another ally within Monica? Mm-hmm. Or the opposite? <laughs> and we never see Monica again. I'll be surprised <laughs> if we ever see Monica again. <laughs> well some i think it was carlos king was like whitney or maybe it was him but sorry sorry carlos if i'm misquoting you but said that whitney would be one who would basically just follow where the sort of story and the power Absolutely. is so Absolutely. she'd be easy enough and i think lisa again would probably be led by heather in some respects possibly like i don't think she'd be as difficult no. no no i mean as in like i think if the wider group is going with it Whereas I think, I don't think, say if Meredith was like, I can't stand this woman, I don't think that would stop Lisa from being open to reconciling with Monica. Do you know what I mean? Whereas maybe if if Heather was the holdout, but then changed her mind. I don't know. I think Lisa's sort of somewhere on her own island in some ways, maybe. She does hate Monica, though. I loved it in that finale. Disgusting! (laughs) Disgusting! It's not Lisa, maybe, yeah. Hey, it's kind of like it is true though. Like it is kind of loser behavior to start a fan account. Loser, what a loser! 
what a loser disgusting and i've only heard positive things about her and john that they're very nice in person oh really oh that's yeah. nice um i thought yeah. i had on a podcast go on that made something in my head <laughs> meredith and what's the husband's name seth john. seth yes yeah, seth. like were separated currently or previously previously oh yeah i think they i think that's what they sort of were probably trying to hide but didn't do very well like in that first series you know where it's like they Uh aren't really together and he moves out the house i Uh think that they that was either the tail end of and maybe they had take done it before because you know when she one of the earlier episodes where they're doing their podcast and she talks about how he was traveling a lot and so she was on her own so yes. I think maybe it happened before, but that series one, I think they were basically separated, trying to maybe work through it, work through it, and then came back together. Interesting. That's very interesting. But I'm yeah. also... Go yeah. on, sorry. No, no, no. no, no. I was just no be just because like... she's a lawyer and we don't really see... I know she primarily now does Meredith Marks jewellery, but we don't really see much of it. But I love when her Chicago accent really comes out when she's annoyed when you, you don't you i can't do it i don't want to offend the whole city so i'm not gonna do it um just cross reference with the bear and then imagine meredith going what does she when she's like you what you want me to go there the husband the husband I can do the. I feel like the husband. I find quite hard, but I feel like I've really got down the. I think husband. You got to go like husband. Like scoop it. I feel like the rumors and the nest just kind of rolls around my mouth in like a nice way. What a loser! What a loser! John, John, I've lost a sixty thousand dollar ring, John. I've lost a sixty thousand dollar ring. Lisa, can you open up flogging v- Vida Tequila to the EU and the UK? Because we got I've tried to see if I can order it. Can't get it for love and money. When I was uh, when I was in New York as well, I tried to find it, couldn't find it. I was I don't know, I think I have told this story on a podcast but I can't remember now. When I was drunk in New York last year. I was feverishly looking around a liquor store, trying to find Skinny Girl vodka or whatever it is. Yeah. Margarita. Skinny Girl Margarita, actually any Skinny Girl product, and also Vida Tequila. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I literally went up to this man, drunk out of my face. And I was like, Do you have Skinny Girl? Bethany? Bethany, very well. Do you have Skinny Girl? I was like, Lisa Barlow, tequila? And he was like, No, no. I was like, Fine. Listen, broad, we don't have this Vita tequila you're talking about. And I was like, well, you call this an establishment, an alcohol establishment? You don't know the top of the top in here? It should be in a glass <laughs> cabinet behind the fucking desk. You know now, just a shout out to Tesco, who got a shout out last week after the discovery, the reveal about the club after the, card. After gone. the dispatches, <laughs> we revealed <laughs> on this podcast... They keep all their spirits now locked up behind customer service desk. So you've got what, a queue. All of, all of them. Yeah. So like wines and everything, they're out free for all. But, you know, your vodkas, your gins, your whiskies, your brandies, 
they are behind the customer service. Anyway, it's a con, basically, that you now have to queue up buying customer service. But what they get out of you is you do end up buying a lottery scratch card. So, you know. <laughs> but the thing is now, you have to go there and be like, hi, um, what is the cheapest? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the own brand? What's the own brand? And what's the... Ooh, let's not go for that one. That one's a bit too expensive. <laughs> Great let's goose, go. no thanks. A couple of shelves down, I think. Confirmed. Confirmed. Now you have to do that because normally you would just do that in an aisle. Yeah. And you could, you know, if you're really, really self conscious about it, walk to tell them and be like, oh, yeah, it's the only thing that's left. Oh, God. <laughs> I used to, know, when Sainsbury's, I think they still do it. Sainsbury's own brand wine. So just say, like, Sainsbury's red wine. <laughs> I used to have a friend who would drink. I used to have a friend, I still have a friend. Who it's news to them? <laughs> like, remember in like when it was Luan and, and um and Barbara? She's like, well, she used to be my friend. Used to, anyway. <laughs> um, and she would drink a bottle of Lambrini. The two bottles of Lambrini is pre-drinks with straw. Two bottles of Lambrini. We would go. Let me tell you, I don't. It, it, you have a different body when you're 18 like I confirm, 18, yeah. 18 19 20 and I probably started drinking when I was 14 so I've I've rubbed up a few <laughs> years I would drink I remember one night having having pre-drinks then going out having 10 shots of tequila the so five doubles yeah yeah and then other drinks and just being fine how is that possible? I'd have to get my starting pump now. If <laughs> it definitely must be like about age and metabolism. Also, I just laughed that loud at my watch. I to me that it was a loud environment. Um, <laughs> but also, it's like the idea of a pub crawl now. Shout out to all the people that are in first year of uni currently or college or whatever you're up to, your apprenticeship or if you're graduating, I don't know what you're doing, but shout out to people starting in September as well, because the idea of a pub crawl now could not think of anything worse. Because do you know what it is, right? It's, the idea of it is fun. The idea of it. But the thing is... Yeah. The thing is, the reality of it is, is being sat down in a pub when you've got a nice section... Yeah, and then well, you have to give it up to go to a dirt, terrible one. To go to a terrible one where you then have to search for the table, yeah. find somewhere else to sit. Yeah. Some of you are standing, some of you are not standing, some of chairs. And then you have to fucking rally at the fucking bar <laughs> to get a fucking drink. Yeah. That's going to cost you £80,000. <laughs> you can just sit in the same pub. Yeah. Order a couple of drinks. You can look at the bar and see when it's not that busy. And then that's when you go up and get your drink. Buy two drinks at a time, pop them down, and then Double use that for a good while. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Can't do that with pop-up. Have you, did you ever go on um, Carnage? Did you ever do that? No. So let me just, for the international listeners, Carnage UK, you can go to carnageuk.com for more information. 
but carnage is like basically the mlm of pub <laughs> rules and you get a t-shirt that's you buy your ticket you get a t-shirt and your t-shirt has a checklist on the back and you, the idea is you check off all the items throughout the pub call. The difference with Carnage is, unlike what you were saying about trying to find a table and all of that, because yeah. you're part of the official Carnage pub crawl, I think what the idea from from what I can remember is they like you've got you'll always have guaranteed entry into each of the pubs or bars. Then there'll oh. always theoretically be a space. You might not sit down, but there'll be a space. Ah. So the idea is that like you just move with the rest of the crawl but it has the added challenge of um having to do a checklist and i'm just looking at a metro article here it's called 18 things that happen at every carnage the t-shirts are back this was from six years ago and unfortunately should we do one for the pod should we do a carnage for the pod (laughs) take the gang on with us and tell us well, funnily enough, they they faced backlash before because of drunken disorderly behaviour. Oh, um, that's a shock. There's a shock. Surpri- surprise, surprise, oh, to quote um Cilla Black. Nice. Um, they've had some incidents that you can find if you go on Wikipedia. Um, and then National Union of Students launched a campaign to stop them. But oh, they are that's nice. Uh, losers. <laughs> losers. What a bunch losers. of losers. Loser behavior. Um, they're, they're still going strong. So there you go. Um speaking of how still going strong, how much did it cut you back? Nicole, you're asking me for information that of of what I can remember, it's not part of. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it was probably not cheap. Like it, it wasn't like a sort of five or ten pound situation because you obviously got the t shirt as well. I feel like it might have been 20 or 25 quid. This is wild. I think so. But the UK's number one student night. I think I did at least two of them and I remember being like, nah, that's that's enough. I don't this literally looks one. like the worst thing I've ever I've still got the t shirt somewhere. Lost collection document. <laughs> this isn't it, jobs. That would be the worst job. I always think about when you see those, you know, those bikes that go past with everyone on it. Oh, yeah. I think that person yes. to run the country. Because if you can deal with that, you can deal, you can with, deal with anything. You can deal with a crumbling NHS. Shout out to the NHS. We love them. Support the NHS. Okay. Um, no, I worked some student nights and they are... Did you? Yeah, they are. You see it from a completely different dimension when you are working them than when you are at one. They are horrible to work to work. Um, speaking of horrible to work in Orange County, um, Alexis Bellino has allegedly received a formal offer to return to Orange County, and Tamara has also fallen out with Vicky and Shannon over them pausing the Trace Amigas tour. So they're now doing it as duo. Amigas tour. What is it just Shannon and Vicky? Correct. And Tamara saying she basically had quite her schedule was very heavy and she had always planned to take a break at some point. They says they didn't know that and they thought she just left the show. Then iHeart, because you know she has two teas in the pod um with Teddy, iHeart had organized for her and Teddy to do like a few shows, like live shows. That again, Tamara claims Vicky and Shannon always knew about and was not going to be a replacement for Trace Amigas. Now, instead, Vicky and Shannon are basically like, 
fuck you. We're going to carry on as ourselves and do it just the two of them. But Tamara also said her concern was that they did a live show after Shannon drove into that person's house. And she's like, rather than being like a comedy show. I forgot about that. I know. She said it felt more like it was about the drinking and the alcohol rather than the comedy. And given that Shannon had then obviously got this DOI, it seemed like the priority should be her looking after herself, not doing the show. So if you go by Tamara's uh, account of it, I sort of, yeah, but it's interesting that they're carrying on with just the two of them. Because Shannon's thing is to just pretend that nothing's happening. Uh, Yeah, confirmed. Keep it going. So she'll just be like, that's what's happening. Uh, Everything's fine. I don't need to like take a pause. Like I, yeah. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go to that show in Utah. Exactly, and then yeah. Vicky's like, okay. <laughs> yes, she gets straight out the gates of Costa Casa. Yeah, exactly. She's like, okay, I'll go to that. I'm gonna do that. Do you know what I mean? She's like, it doesn't like she doesn't care. She just wants money. It's yeah. Like, oh. oh, that was bad. <laughs> money, 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 money. I allegedly, maybe potentially, I don't know. Maybe they've got a support system in place. Maybe Vicky's being very supportive to Shannon and Tamara's Yeah, because she stayed with her, didn't she, after the DUI? That's true. That so, is true. We never know. So maybe that's maybe. maybe that she's seen their friendship has been much more rekindled, but I'm excited to, to see the beef. To see the beef once again. Once again. In the next series. Has Heather left? Who? <laughs> oh, Debro. Debro. Um, well, because she lives, but she's got that. They bought that other house in Orange County. They have that apartment in LA, but they bought that house. That house. I think they've done a, doing a similar thing of gutting it. And then because I'll tell you for why, I don't know why it popped up on my YouTube. But it was her showing um Patrick Starr around her house doing Christmas decorations. I know what okay. I think it came up as related to something else I was watching. Um yeah, so I think she still seems to live in Orange County, so maybe. I hope so. I hope so. Speaking of that'll be of, a good cast if it yeah. was that we'd have Vicky sprinkled in. Heather, Tamara, Shannon, Jen um alexis tbc whether that's as a friend or not and obviously taylor like it was like she's returning like it's confirmed she's returning i think so yeah i mean i i do wonder if her and john basically did that just to get both of them back on the show but we'll see i think that's part of it i think that always got like a weird it's so weird though with the john jansen situation because it's not like he's like a he doesn't like command the screen. No, he's not like not. always like dying for airtime. No, but he obviously likes the celebrity perks of being with someone that's on television, which might be like getting restaurant reservations, people asking you to paying you for sponsorship or an IG post or something. Because he's not like, you know, the real house husbands of New Jersey have yeah. uh probably like the top tier of it and they do stuff together commercially yeah Yeah. and then you've got other husbands in other shows like john barlow for example he's not necessarily like you know a star of the screen but he comes across as a nice bloke 
who loves his family. Seth is obviously more of the like <laughs> of the pair of them. Yeah. And yeah. then on Beverly Hills, obviously we've got PK. And PK. Yeah. So there are a few of and like in Miami, oh my god, if anyone wants to laugh, please revisit Todd um Dodd. Alexia's husband, his 30 minute apology to Dr. Nicole's fiance, Anthony, where in the previous season and slash finale, he had basically implied that I think he was an ambulance chaser as a lawyer and wasn't didn't have like a legitimate business and he was oh. offended at something Anthony said and then Todd did an apology on social media. He's <laughs> like if you want to hear a good impression, please listen to Watch What Crappens reading it out and doing like riffs on it. He's like, Hi, I'm Todd Napola. Anthony, this is my apology to you. I'm very <laughs> sorry about what happened in uh, New York last summer. I realize now I have reviewed the evidence. You are a legitimate businessman with a staff of 427 people who you absolutely respect and adore cut to seven minutes later and another thing for me Todd Napola is as a family man I've learned from my wife sometimes you gotta scroll to the bottom of the page to get the full picture of information a bit like when she implied Adriana's husband boyfriend was still married when really if she'd scrolled down it would have said he was divorced seven to five minutes later and I'd just like to say, Anthony, please, I've got an envelope here for you with the letter. I've got some high-end chocolates and some flowers. And I know they're going to get to you soon. All right. Well, thank you, Anthony. That's for me, Todd Napola. End of apology an hour later. And see. <laughs> thank you, Nicole. I'm Todd Napola. <laughs> it was. I mean, it went a bit into Rose the Rat from the Christmas Carol, but apart from that, yeah, have you said? Well, you want to hear what Todd sounds like? It's not too far away. It's Let's not too far away. Listen, I'm not going to apologize to Peter and Lexi. I'm not going to apologize. He's a grown man. He shouldn't be giving his brother marijuana. Okay. Marijuana. Marijuana. Are you going to look for apartments Someone's with Chelsea? Saying- He's the marijuana. Marijuana. He could have a seizure, Alexia. He could have a seizure. <laughs> Rump the marijuana. <laughs> Rump the Mary Jane. Um. <laughs> also, just want to give a shout out to Real Housewives of Cheshire, who have done a Pride episode or episodes, which are available on ITVB slash ITVX, where they go to Manchester Pride and they do a float there because uh, one of their wives over there uh, is gay and she goes for the first time with her partner she's never been before nice. um, and so they all like go to celebrate her which is very nice so shout out to them um and we were just touching before we hit record nicole weren't me about another show that is hitting waves here and across the pond is this her one hang on That's right, everyone. BBC's The Traitors 
he's back for series two. He's back for series two. I yeah. must confess, I have only ever seen clips of this show. I watched the first Alan Cumming episode when he did the US one. Yes. And then uh, the, for the first time, I saw a full episode of the UK one this week where I was listening to these people as Paul came back from getting... Sorry, I don't want to spoil this for you, Nicole. Have you seen the episode? I've seen all, seen all, seen all. Great, you're probably ahead of me. He comes back and they're like, it's him or... can't remember the other person's name. The woman. Ash. Ash. No, the woman with glasses. Meg. 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 They're all going, he's really popular. So surely if you're a traitor, you'd get rid of a strong player like him because he's really popular. Why would you do that? Why, 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 why would you get rid of him? You wouldn't keep him because he's popular. Then guess who walks in the door? Paul. The only reason he would be saved is if he's a traitor. And none of these ding-dongs seem to be picking up what at least three of them are putting down. And let me tell you now, that's what makes this the best show that's on British television. <laughs> because it is normal people thinking they're smarter than they are. And what I love more than anything is a Lord of the Fly situation where people start turning on each other and start losing their minds. There was this one man last year who absolutely lost his mind because someone was just asking him about his career. And he and I'm saying he lost it. And this <laughs> guy was like, oh, so what do you do? And he's like, why are you asking me that? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm just interested. And he, like myself, had ADHD, so he was asking him lots and lots of questions. Mm. And then when it came to the round table, he was just like, you were asking me a lot of questions when we were out there. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was just interested in your life. Just wanted to know more about you. And then he was like, I don't think so. And then just went absolutely lost it. And then he got banished. <laughs> Bye. Because everyone was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he was trying to cover something. Yeah. So can you clarify then for me, Nicole, and for the listeners? So when they go to the table, the round table, and they throw out some names and then they vote, they're voting on who is a traitor. They're voting on who's a traitor. Who's a traitor. Now, is that... We obviously had Ash, who was a traitor. Ash has been and gone. Ash played a very bad game. Very bad game. Terrible game from the clips I saw. So if she, so she's a traitor and she goes, but then the traitors, did they still then get to kill somebody? Yes. Okay. Let me, let so me how does that work? outline the game. Please, because I'm definitely not picking it up. So here we go. So we go, start off, yep. there's 20 people, right? Yeah. They're all in the banishment room. Yeah. Round table, that's it. Yeah. And which, funnily enough, is round. Anyway, so then... <laughs> They all put blindfolds on. Claudia Winkleman clip clops around. <laughs> she puts, she squeezes the shoulder. Yeah. Of the people who are the traitors. Yeah. You play. Love it. You then. Says everyone take off your blindfolds. The traitors have been chosen at that point. And then everyone goes back off to their accom, aka accommodation. <laughs> and then 
um, the traitors meet up and they all discover he's a traitor. So then they go, right, okay, who are we going to kill? Because they do, normally, not on the first night actually, but normally they do a kill and a banishment in an episode. Okay. So then, so like, okay, so the traitors have all met each other. Hi, how are you? Brilliant, great. How are you going to play the game? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then cuts to next day, they have to do a task to win money. Everyone's working together at this point. I thought it might be a case of the traitors would have to like put off the faithfuls. That's not the case. They just have to like basically everyone wins a pot of money and then at the end, if a traitor wins it, if a traitor's amongst the faithfuls, when they yeah. win it, the traitors win the whole thing. Yeah. But if the faithfuls weed out all the traitors, mm. then the faithfuls win it. Okay. So then they'll do a tax, they'll come back. We'll all have a little chinwag, a little bit of dinner, and then they go to the banishment room. So then they're all sat in the banishment room and they start pointing fingers everywhere, left and right. <laughs> and they make their, and then everyone has to vote. Mm-hmm. Then they vote someone out. And then they go, is it faithful? Is it, are you a traitor? Are you faithful? And then yeah. that is revealed. Yeah. And then later on, traitors go and meet. Yeah. And they say, right, who are we going to kill? Yeah. They make a tactical kill. And then the next morning, everyone turns to breakfast. And say, yeah. And then this repeats this. Okay, so one follow up question for me. Of course. When, if it turns out that actually the traitors have won at the end, yes. do they split that money between them? They do. So okay. The they then start going against each other. Right. Yes. So they start saying, for example, last series, there was a guy called Wilf. There was three traitors. Yeah. And he managed to click out everyone. Yeah. So it was just him. Yeah. And these three faithfuls. And I was convinced Wilf's going to walk away with money. That was not happening. It was a Welsh woman, right? Was it? No, the Welsh woman uh, was one of the traitors. She was uh, serving slow down boots all the way through. And the person who's serving slow down boots this season is Diane. Yes, who. Following with Gay Twitter. Who, listeners, now I'll pause the theme tune, is playing with her son, but no one knows it's her son. Yeah, who, who delivered the best line of the series so far because on, someone who is clever, who I like, was like I'm almost convinced that Paul is Diane's son. Who then he didn't bring it up because he said it's someone else, and they mm. then Diane. Then Diane sits on the chair and goes, "Me and Paul we don't even look the same." She's like, "Yeah, we're both ginger. Paul's not my son, but Ross is." And it was like, and everyone just went, "What?" <laughs> I literally sat there, clutched my chest, <laughs> turned to my partner, and I said fuck is going on and he was like i'm i can't even cope <laughs> it was the gag of the century and then it went to the son who was like turns out i'm diane's son as if he just discovered that at the same time <laughs> <laughs> so it was like he was like guess what who knew <laughs> i am diane's son and there's been some fun there where he's been like slagging off his mum to the group 
<laughs> and then she's there like ha 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 like that there's a bit where it's like my mum makes awful roast dinners she's like well you can come around to my house I'll make oh, you I saw that yeah yeah exactly that was pretty good it has um, been I thought it was going to be I thought it wouldn't live up to series one yeah and it is it's if weird. you had to pick top three for you at this stage who would you pick jazz jazz yes. okay. jazz jazz um, but who's Jess? The guy who's on to um, Paul. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get. I'm also gonna have to I'm get up sure a picture grid. The Traitors UK. Here we go. Listeners, bear with us while we get some visual aids because there are a lot of people in this show. Jazz. Um, I tried the first time. Jazz. So, Jazz, number one, number one, king of my heart, loving with every bit of my bones. Hang on. He's- Smart. Oh yeah, that is who I thought you were talking about. Yeah, he is firstly well dressed from Manchester. Tick tick from Manchester. Also, he is clever. He is smart. He's also playing it very well in the sense of that he is really keeping his cards close to his chest. Yeah, like he sat back in that round table and he let is it Anthony go for Paul? Yes, yeah. yes. And then he also don't think I haven't missed out. Haven't clocked those arms <laughs> because I have. Um, and also, he had a really sad story that he told me the other day, and I was like, "Oh, he's been." Oh through- no! What was the sad story? The fact that his so basically, he was like, "My dad was everything to me. He was like the pillar of the community. He was like amazing." Turns out, he's got a second family. Oh, that is yeah. tough. And then he was like, "But it's helped me, kind of." see who's deceitful That's, but yeah. you haven't seen the latest not the latest I can't remember if it's the latest episode but he does some detective work nice and he's like have you seen him speak to Paul no okay uh yes yes, yes. I think I have yeah 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 because no. he has that conversation with Paul and I said to my partner I was like he why did he mention Harry in that? Because he's just implicated Harry in that conversation. Yeah. Jez being like, why did he mention Harry? Yeah. Now I'm thinking it's those two. And I said, me and you are on the same wavelength. Yes. And also, you know, when another one I quite like, I've got a bit of a soft spot for yeah. is Harry. But I, I he's very, seems very sweet. But I didn't like when Paul... Someone asked him, was it Anthony or someone else, why he why he basically had he'd been saved because it looks fishy, and he just didn't answer the question. And I'm like, anyone listening here on these people would just go, he's not answered the question, and you wouldn't answer it if you were a traitor. People are like, what has he done to these people? Because seriously, like it's it's so great. I first thing is that someone said, I would believe that if Paul didn't even have a child at this point because he's such a psycho. <laughs> he's stigmatised so them. And I have, basically, so firstly, with my partner, we have reenacted what we would do if we were traitors and we'd have to react to someone um, being a faithful that we knew was going to be a faithful. Okay. That's one but we've also decided what we would say if we were at the round table with Paul. And this is what I would say. I was if he was coming at me yeah. for putting him forward, I would say 
Okay. You have made everyone here like you, okay? There is a reason as to why you are so popular. Because you are making friends with everyone. And you've not actually directly started to come at me, at anyone, with an accusation. That's odd, number one. Secondly, why am I the one? Why am I the one in the firing line when I'm just trying to narrow down who it could be? Number three, answer me this. If you're the most popular, what threat is that to me? You've never come at me, Paul. Why would I go, why would I want to get rid of you? I was like, and, and wouldn't I have done it by now? Why would I be waiting? Would I have not killed you by now if that was the case? And that's what I would say. Receipts, proof, Receipts. timeline, fucking everything, Paul. Paul. And the thing is, is that I would also say, I'd say at the end of it, I'd, but I bet they'd cut it out in the edit. I'd go, and also lol, because I bet everyone's going to think that I thought that I ate saying that, and I actually didn't. <laughs> and I thought if I got banished, I'd be like, it's been a dream, Claudia, on the way out. <laughs> Absolute legend, Claudia Winkleman. And her on New Year's Eve, Graham Norton, talking about her tanning and how she does her hair and her eye makeup because she said she grew up in a really feminist house with no mirrors. So she has no mirrors in her house. So she's oh. like, I'm just guessing this. I just shove a bit on here, shake up the hair, slap on the orange, good to go. I love you, Claudia, but that is evident. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Speaking of tanning... It's so seamless. That is right. It's so seamless. Are you ready, listeners? We... The Only Way is a recap of the second episode of The Only Way is Essex. Thoughts up top, Jessica. The Only Way is Excuse Me. Um... Oh. Oh. Write that down. Write, Write that down. That down in the notes. Write down. Tap, tap, tap that down in the notes. That needs Hang to be on. The Only Way is Excuse Me, episode two. That literally, seriously, I'm dead serious. Put that down and change the title on the first one. <laughs> Look at me making demands. The only way is episode two. First thoughts straight up the top. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> uh, firstly, the... It's how awful Mark is, which is awful. not funny, but awful. so awful. From awful. the first 15 seconds, he is awful awful yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> also the speed dating event <laughs> he's like sorry Kurt but why are you shouting at me from over there what are you doing and <laughs> when Mark also says to Arge you going for a bed later that's the way my name and pink, pink shirt you look great you going for a bed later <laughs> And also, this soundtrack on the like, show. 
is honestly fantastic. They play this song, which was a classic song for sad scenes in 2010. Hang on. The thing is, right, Lauren, it's like, if we're going to do this, yeah, like, we've got, I'm going to come propose and we can get married in there. Like, are you going to re walk away from me now? No, 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 I can't do that. Well, then just walk away, walk away. Don't, 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 don't come over here then. Don't shout at me from over there. I will, I will. Oh, well, when we're over then. So, what, why, why are you saying you don't miss me and then, then you text me being like, this is really hurting mind. you and that? I, I don't miss you. I don't. You miss me. What a, what a joke you are, Mark. Oh, you think, you think I miss your orange stains in my white sheets? I don't think oh, so, Lauren. Lay off it, Mark. You oh, know. don't dig me out. Don't dig me out, Lauren, please. And scene. <laughs> what a romance for the ages. Shakespeare. <laughs> so, like that... to... oh yeah, sorry. No, this runtime of this episode is barely twenty minutes. Just to flag that to the audience. And it took me like an hour and a half to do notes on it. I, <laughs> I just every moment was gold. I had to pause it like every three seconds. It it becomes very meta, listeners, because in this episode, the cast is watching episode one, and we are now recapping, watching them watching themselves. So. Yes, but I would like to do a shout out to the recap. Yeah, which one of my personal favorite lines is Jess saying, "I haven't got anything against Lauren, but your relationship is a joke." <laughs> Oh, Sorry, can we just take a moment of silence for that Jess Wright is the undercover star of this program because <laughs> in two episodes we had last week don't <laughs> make eye contact with anyone <laughs> especially family members which Nicole and I have not stopped saying since and now it's what do you say it because I can't remember what you just said now, the, Lauren, the line about Lauren I haven't got anything against Lauren but your relationship is a joke I haven't got anything against Lauren but your relationship is a giant mark. Well, what are you talking about then? So they're watching themselves. Initially, there's a bit of lightheartedness. Mark, I wish I'm not even gonna repeat. So something not horrible repeat. about Lauren. Um Arge, all- Arge at least what Arj at least says when they show the clip of them laughing in the bar, he's like, Oh, that makes me look like a horrible person. Like, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You're right, actually. Yeah. And he is currently on Celebrity Kitchen School, and he, I am not warming to him at all. I bet. He has not learned one lesson from no. anything that he has been through no. for the, from the past, however long that show has been on air. No. No, 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 no. no. And that's why he lost Lydia. That is why he lost Lydia. Best thing that ever happened to that man. Exactly. Lydia and he, he ain't ever going to get that candy either again. He, he bloody isn't. So. So he's lost. He's lost so many good women. He had because he's a bellend. Exactly. Um, I would like to talk about the aesthetics of the living rooms. <laughs> DFS <laughs> Christmas sale. Absolute DFS Boxing Day, Christmas Day, Easter sale. Um, and the fact that the absolute chokehold that the black and white motif had <laughs> in uh living rooms across the country during that time period. I quite specifically enjoyed Lauren's living room, which had a bit of like um Baroque-esque theme at the point, <laughs> but then also leopard, then also leather, and also a mug on the side that definitely was for an Easter egg at some point. <laughs> I've got so many of those mugs. So many of those. 
Also, shout out to DFS who had an iconic advert one stage, mainly because I sort of knew the person that wrote the theme tune, and it was like the DFS sale is was it? was it like the DFS sale? Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Four fifty, that's nifty. Although the DFS sale is now coming at you. Four fifty, that's nifty. That was part of the song. I love. That. I liked. I saw a really good one last night, which was what was it? Oh my god, what was it? It was like a rap song, which I thought this is a bit <laughs> like a holiday retreat place that was Center oh. Parks. Oh, but then the last line, then coincided with oh also kind of shout out to the traitors doing a slowed down version of poison on the most recent <laughs> episode of traitors it was like Boy, I must warn you. Uh, i think i might have seen that that girl is poison and i was like slow, slow. um we then travel over to the car showroom yeah, hold on, wait a minute. I think I was just gonna. I I do have some other points. No, so sorry. <laughs> I'd quite like to cross off. Also we're here, I'll bullet point them. Uh, uh long crying over the proposal comment. I think Jess is drinking some Blossom Hill. Absolute hun behaviour. <laughs> uh, and also, can I just say another chokehold that took over the country during this time was the backcombed buffons, <laughs> which. <laughs> was seen on absolutely every woman in this cast. <laughs> so, apart from Sam, I think. But she had yeah. quite looked at hair anyway. But yeah. those two girls that were comforted Lauren, when it was like, you got to move on, Lauren. I was like, their hair was backed up. <laughs> so much that actually made my head itch. Yes. Um, so then we, yes, it's like, you got to move on, Lauren. Slow fade, fade back up. Car showroom our showroom and we get Mark sat in what I can I assume is a blue BMW and he turns to Arge and he says I could probably still be in a Skoda and still pull birds well that's not that's not put down the Skoda that's not put down a Skoda um, um, and also can we talk about the fact that Lauren's pulling her Lauren's pulling her out and he's like <laughs> she's saying that she loves me she wants to be back with me and I, and I was like, so what are you texting back? And I, babe. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, babe. She's not literally... a man of many words, not right. <laughs> Can you imagine the meeting of minds of, I'm, I'm Todd Napola. I'd like to say, I love <laughs> you, Mark. It's been a great 10 years since the moment we met at school. It's honestly been the privilege of my life to be in love with you and i am devastated that we are no longer in a harmonious romantic situation forthwith i should refrain from being with <laughs> you and i don't know what i'll do but i hope that you have a good life with regret todd napola esquire i know babe <laughs> X. X. <laughs> X. Also. <laughs> <laughs> then we find out what Mark's absolute ideal Saturday night is. Shades <laughs> on King William, bird magnet. 
And honestly, who can blame him? Who Sounds can blame like him? Absolutely. <laughs> and this is where we get the seed sign of the speed dating that's going to be happening at Sugar Nut. Sugar Nut, Sugar Nut. When I say speed dating, what I mean is if this episode is 22 minutes, it's about four minutes of the episode. <laughs> So is this what's discussed when we get the absolutely like what were these when we <laughs> flat viewing when there's absolutely zero context? <laughs> why should look at a flat? What's happening with the flat? And then that estate agent breaks yeah. client confidentiality and he's like, <laughs> You'll see a lot of faces around here. I thought poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, is this man okay? Is that what you see around here? No, he's like footballers. Is that all you should be telling people about? Yeah, a lot of footballers, a lot of celebrities around here. And then she turns to her friend, whose name I cannot remember, and says, Oh, the thing is, or she, her friend's like, she says it's it's £1,800 a month. Can't afford that. But, you know, I am going for this job interview to like do events for Essex Fashion Week. So, you know, if I get that, then we'll be able to afford it. So So what we're saying here is that the story this this all hangs in the balance. This interview yep. of interviews. Yeah. Forget Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Forget The Apprentice. We are seeing business at a level no one has ever seen business. This could have, this scene could have been plucked out yeah. of succession. Yeah. But we will get to that in a minute because I believe that we haven't actually covered the other bits that we were going to talk about because we actually have not covered the trio of icons, Amy, <laughs> Harry. And Sam. Sam. And Sam is getting her teeth whitened. And can I just say, someone right at the top of this scene said action (laughs) (laughs) because you see Harry is still looking at the crew as is Amy and then Amy just goes Sam tell me more about tonight with your teeth (laughs) she's gone (laughs) Um, and so she Sam has to write because she can't um, speak, so she's on her teeth whitened. And she writes to her, though, that says, Use to shut the fuck up. And just for the viewer, that is written use, U S E, the number two, shut the F U K up. <laughs> Literally. Actually, we do find out later that Sam does watch the news. Yes. So, really? She, she looks, she is dressed like she could work in Parliament. For the Lord of Parliament. For the Lord of Parliament. But we'll get into the politics chat later. Let's we'll focus so, on Yeah. Well, we get to, as you mentioned, this display of the height of business. And <laughs> I can only describe them as the Essex version of the Oppenheimer um, twins. The Oppenheimer twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except one's got a bit of hair and one's got a shaved head. So Lauren comes yeah. in. I'm gonna. Here we go. 
So Lauren comes in. Ginormous bag. Ginormous <laughs> bag. Um, she comes in. She's dressed very smart, but with, with a ginormous bag. She sits down, and they go, "All right, you all right? Yeah, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right." And the interview begins, listeners. Okay. Did you clock? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you clock? The first thing you did was look at her boobs. One hundred percent. The bald one on the right, whose name they are called Simon and Adam. So I assume Adam's the one on the right. And what they explain to Lauren is, listen, hun, what we're gonna do? Like, have you worked Fashion Weeks before? You've been London Fashion Week? Yeah, I've been London Fashion Week. Well, we want to bring that to Essex, okay? And so thus begins the interview. <laughs> Question one: <clears throat> If you had a magic lamp. What would your three wishes be? It proceeds to say four different things. So she's fallen at the first hurdle. Then we get <laughs> question two. Right. Is a stapler. Blue is my favourite colour. Is a stapler. And I want you to sell that to me. All right? <laughs> I've got a stapler. Then she goes, right. <laughs> and then she's like, she's changed that. Like, oh, I've got a stapler. And then boom, she goes straight into the pitch. She's like, oh, everyone needs one. Great colour. Unisex. She says universal. God bless her. But <laughs> universal boys and girls. It's a great price. <laughs> but she hasn't said how much it costs. <laughs> However, the angles for a discount and she goes on bulk board orders only. Hello, Alan Sugar. You fired. Get LG in the room. I know. She goes, if you buy, I'll tell you what. Yeah, we can do you a discount. If you buy three or four, then yeah, we'll bring down the price. And they say, you know what, you're hired. Well, we find out she's hired when she then meets her friend later. But at the end of this interview, as Nicole mentioned, this gentleman on the right definitely be on the interview looking at her boobs. And he ends the interview very much the same way. There is an absolute vibe between two of them. It's good to have you. So that's, do you know what? Goodbye to Jason and Brett and hello to Simon and Adam. What a great theme tune. Um, Shout out to Nicholas Brattel. So then we also get, speaking of business, Candy briefing Kirk on speed dating. Um, We get Mark practicing his chat up lines. Sorry, Arj practicing chat up lines with Mark. Mark likes to say he doesn't need chat up lines. Yeah, true. this is what we find. Go on. Sorry. I just wanted to do a little note on the fact that we see the uh, outcome of Sam's tea. And yeah. goes, they're just like Melinda Messenger's tea. <laughs> Which for Harry the international goes, listener. Go on, sorry. And how it goes beautiful. Anyway, so okay. They they are nice too. They, 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 nice they too. don't they don't look too um fluorescent white. But for yeah. the international listener, Melinda Messenger, I believe, was like equivalent to a Pamela Anderson 
type in as much as that she was a blonde pinup of the time um then we get marge sorting out arge's outfit as we touched on earlier guy with the pink shirt you're gonna get bed later <laughs> also he goes what if you see lauren there and he goes if she's there i'm gonna drag her out by her hair i thought oh yep that is oh. uh in uh inappropriate in- and oh, unacceptable right. inappropriate unacceptable and then we get the beginnings of the speed dating night. We see Amy dressed like Britney Spears's toxic airline cabin crew, um, and Mark plucking Arge's eyebrows, which I don't know if it made any difference to the eyebrows. What we have missed before we Go get on. to the speed dating, yeah, is the is the sort of testing between Mark and Arge. Yes, like, the role play, the role play, which. Let me say something. He says that. He says when he goes when he come, when Mark comes up with a name, he comes up with that far too quickly. Yes. Like yes. that's not the first time they've done that. No. Like, no, all right, no. what's your name? Susie. Oh, <laughs> And then later on, Susie goes to background and a story. Yeah. Chigwell, I believe. <laughs> and I said that's not the first time that's happened. No. <laughs> I feel like they have definitely run that routine before. So that was part one, and we very quickly get to part two, listeners, because it works at lightning speed on this program. Yes. Um, Lauren, everyone's in the same space. They're all at the Sugar Heart for the speed dating. Mm-hmm. Lauren is ignoring Mark. He keeps going, hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren, you're right. You're not going to say hello. Oh, you're not going to say hello. Fuck off. So she ignores him. He says he'll walk out because he doesn't want to watch Lauren flirting. Meanwhile, he's there to go on a date himself. Well, exactly. Did you notice that Stephen Bear was in the episode of the Speed Dating event? Boo. Boo. Stephen Bear, Bear, convicted criminal. And also um, another person who I who comes in later in the series, but I can remember what his name was. Anyway, okay. that was a really interesting Keep an eye out, listeners, for familiar faces but were unfamiliar at the time. Um, he then Arge actually then does say to Mark that Mark won't let her move on, which felt like an insight from Arge for once. That was an insight. Do you remember? Did you also the bit where there was a slow mo of Lauren looking at Mark and then coming back in, and I said that is cinema. I was like, hello, the Academy. This needed a nomination. Ring, ring, ring on the line. British Seriously. Academy of Film and Television. That slow-mo was something that was quite nice. Um, we then, Lauren overhears them having this conversation because she is stood directly in front of them. And she says, oh, you're taking the piss, Mark. You're taking the piss. <laughs> I was talking to a female. Why does he keep saying female? Can we just, sorry, have a PSA for men using the word female. There's something about it that feels very uncomfortable. It's giving incel to me. Yes, it's giving incel, it's giving little sort of Neanderthal vibe. End of the PSA. Um, Then Mark calls her desperate. You're desperate, Lauren, you're desperate. Um. Meanwhile, Amy's having a very nice date with a guy from Liverpool who seems interested. Who but she's wearing... got. Oh, yeah. Go on, no, go on, wear? please. After you. I do feel like I've spoken over you quite a lot. No, no, not at all. 
Um, but he is wearing, I'll keep it short, he is wearing rosary beads, which were very much <laughs> and also a fake Ed Hardy hat. <laughs> well, she's trying to have a nice date with Ed Hardy, except the peanut gallery is sat behind him, telling her, basically telling her off, which I have to say, the way he spoke to her, not great. Not great. Not great. Not great. But she gives it back to him. She, she does give it back it. to him. She says, yeah, he's getting a bit gel, which the first time we've heard the word gel, I believe, in this series so far. That's true. That's true. Also, can I also say, um, just a little note from earlier that I did forget to mention, mm. uh, but then plays out during the speed dating, yeah. is when they're doing the fake flirting between each other, Mark and yeah. Marge, and also there's a bit where Mark's checking Arja's hair at one point when they're at home and he sticks his tongue out. Through all those times, Arja's always looking at Mark's mouth. And <laughs> at the speed dating event, he once again is also looking at Arj- at Mark's mouth. And I said, someone's in love with someone here and they're not ready to admit. And maybe that's why he could never commit to a woman. Because it's maybe true love. He's waiting Mark. for Mark. I'm just throwing out, I'm just throwing out potential. Maybe what? Could be. I've got some potential thoughts there. Could be. It could be. And maybe we'll see that happen. We just need Michelle Geegan out of the way. We do. Come on, Michelle. She does say something very sweet, which is, this is Amy, she says, I'm so normal. I'm so normal. I've got a good mum and dad. That's all I want. Which is very sweet. I love Amy. Shout out to Amy Childs. Um... When we get, as Nicole touched on, a continuation of Mark pretending to be Susie um, for Arch. And then someone comes over who's actually called Chantel. So very different person. But as you said, Nicole, Amy does confront Kirk and she about shouting because he's also flirting. And this is when he also says, if I get with you, I want you and no one else. Which oh, sounds well, mildly menacing, I'm not going to lie. It does. But one of my <laughs> personal favourite lines from this episode was from Kirk when he announces what he wants to do on his date and he says, the zoo, that's me, take it or leave it. Take, or leave it to the London Zoo. Yes, I love the fact that he makes it as if the zoo is like a vital part of his personality <laughs> and his livelihood it's like it's me or the zoo always well, you know it's me and the zoo and that's it take me he does me. run sugar hot nicole so well that could be considered a zoo doesn't <laughs> at some point in the series it does something yeah it does happen to it and i think kirk tries to open up his own club i don't know if that it's when mick gets involved but that's that's yeah down the line. that's fair down the line um and then Chantel says to Sh- uh, on entry says you alright? And she explains that I'm get I'm getting lipo, I'm getting lipo from my legs to put in my boobs. So it's all natural. 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 Um, natural. he goes, you don't need to do that. That's very That's just sort of nice, I guess. Which is sort of nice, but I feel that he would say that to begin with, and then later down the line in a relationship, he'd be like, giving them a gift card for Doctor Paul Nassif's clinic in Salford Keys. Well, exactly. We can't. <laughs> we can only surmise that. We, we can only surmise allegedly. We can only surmise. Um, but from the behaviour that he shows, later down the line in later series, we're 
correct. It's probably correct. And we see Mark again continuing his absolute menace behaviour where he, come and say hello. Come and say hello. You, you all, he basically orders her to come over. It's like, come here. Come here. Well, I'm and then she does. I'm like, fucking, just don't. Don't. And then she says, after their argument, she says, Nicole, I'd rather kill myself than marry that boy. Okay. Well, that's a note to end the episode on. I did write that down myself. <laughs> it's I a strong line to I, end on. That is um, strong. I would say that this was before the mental health Yes, I would say Evolution. it definitely predates that 2010, yeah. Because, but do you know what, Nicole? Um, foot, football is life, to quote um, the character from Ted Lasso. And I'm going to give this name a name, guy a name. I'm going to assume his name is Daniel, um, who works at the local Foxtons, who swoops in and says, you're right, girls, you having a good night, you here? Chris, I do believe his name was. Thank you. Chris. And he says, Chris says, uh, yeah, you're right, girls. Yeah, you're right. Can I buy you a drink? And her friend says, Oh, no, thanks. And then Lauren goes, Yeah, what? <laughs> and then they start having a chat. And then we get Denise Van Outen coming in with. Dun, dun. Hold on, Nicole. We've got it. So we might as well use it. Hold the line. We have. Go on, Nicole. Next week on The Only Way is Essex, will Amy say yes to Kirk? Will something else happen? Will Arge finally get a date? And also, Amy, what happens with Amy and Samantha getting the tub and getting wet and wild? These people are all real, and we'll find out what happens next week. Good! <laughs> that was from memory. That was really good! Thank you, you so much. You get into continuity. I think I actually could get into continuity. Sometimes. Hold on, let's think about it. What else can I say? Like, do you want it on? Do you want the theme tune again? Um, or do you want a different piece of music? Do you do like a nice little, like a like as that would go underneath like a a Sainsbury's advert? Okay. Um, summer Sainsbury's advert. Okay, summer Sainsbury's advert. <laughs> Here we go. This summer at Sainsbury's, fill up your basket with a sausage or two to put on the barbie. The whole family's going to love the range that we've got and you're going to absolutely have the best time this summer with Sainsbury's. Nice. Not as good, not as good. Do you want another one? Do you want a different song? that help I need to think of a slogan because I went sausage and basket I really genuinely did not mean to do that (laughs) um let's have how about um uh, I'm trying to think of a better one Uh... oh yeah no do that one do that one yeah you ready and Action. Are you ready to make to oh fuck? Oh no. <laughs> hold on, uncut. Okay, hold on. And reset and action. Are you ready to miss those January blues? Our British Airways are doing the new 
great, amazing New York sale where you can say hello to the Big Apple. Get in, start spreading the news because British Airways have got a new deal for New York. You can get yourself on the next flight to the Big Apple. So get on there now and be a part of it. British Airways. I can't. That was good. <laughs> I am available for voiceover work. I work better not improvising. <laughs> I do require a script. I do require Support a script. Support the writers. Here we go. Hang on. How about this? This would be like. Um... Oh, I thought it was going to be faster. Hang on. Um... Oh, here we go. This would be like. MS's new range of Spanish cuisine. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know who I I went MS. I went lower end than that. I if in my head I was like, hang on. Get ready for summer with Georgia Asta. If you need cotton, linen, we've got it for the school uniform. Can't wait for that breakout. If you want to find anything with us, you can get it from your local Georgia Asda. Shirts, skirts, shorts, dresses, you name it. Right now, I'm if you've got an Asda loyalty card. <laughs> hey, don't, don't come for my continuity work. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I let, I, sorry, I, I've spoken over again. I've bloody done it again. I'm so sorry. You know what? I'll give up. <laughs> no, hang on, here we go. Here's here you, yeah, he's doing it, you'll be. I'm going to see you get there. You go, you go, you go, you go. <clears throat> I'm trying to get into it. <clears throat> Sometimes in the summer, we don't want to be alone. If you sign up to ansummers.com now, you can find ah! the partner that you always needed, one that's reliable, one that will always be there. All you need is an electricity supply. If you buy now, you can get 20% off at ansummers.com in partnership with Hinge. Nice, nice. Thank I you. love that. I love that. I had an idea for this one as well. Okay, I'll cut you on then. No, I'm going to put it from the keyboard myself. I'm so sorry. Got a diva. All right. Joy. Oh. Say that one again. <laughs> I am. And action. Joy, hope, sensuality, sensual, ideal. It would be. It would be. I was as funny as it was in my head. It would be like it would be something terrible. This one used to be on an ad, I think, wasn't it? It was like, oh yeah, this this plays underneath the Sainsbury summer ad, absolutely. Yeah. If you want cold things during the hot summer, come to Iceland. We've got cakes galore. We've got lollipops for the children, and we have got frozen froze for all those adult parties. Come to Iceland this summer if you want to cool down in the heat. I was feeling like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, I like that a lot.
I feel like what what's that one that they go, you know, they'll go like, um, I'm gonna have to go to my liked songs probably to find it. Okay, here we go. Here bit. Oh, I'm really enjoying Sabrina Carpenter, by the way. Yeah, you know what? I yeah. didn't really listen to that. I think an odd song, but I saw it pop up and I was like, I'll give it a while. I really like it. Her album, yeah. emails I can't send forward. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Um, this this is a classic. Oh. So you couldn't really do an advert over that. It's too. It's too much chat on it. Um, what about um? God, I've got an interesting recently liked. Hang on. This would be like, oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. Hang on. Hang on. I've got to start from the beginning. Yeah. Jet to holidays. By February the 14th, get 50% off your package holidays to any European destination. Exclusive of tax. Enter the code LOVERS2024 at Jet 2 Holidays to get a discount if you purchase before February 14th. Shout out to Fred again. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Do you want it from the beginning? No, no, I was thinking of any, do you have any like club music? Do I have club music? Yeah. I am terrified of it's the Ministry of Sound. Club Classics 25. If you want to pretend that you're still in Marbella, living in our bar, we've got Dumpsy, we've got Thing of Butter, we've got Lindsay Lutheran, we've got all the classics here to take you back to 1995. Ministry of Sound 25. Such a change. Shout out to um, Zayani, who's, I don't know any other music, but no. Anyway, we have gone on a bit of a tangent here. I've just got to do this one as we talked about earlier. Hang on. I'm just trying to get to the chat. There we go. If you want to have a good time on night out in your university city, Go to carnageuk.com and book £25 <laughs> ahead. If you book before the early bird tickets, you get an extra 25% off. Enter code CARNAGE2025 when you book at carnageuk.com. If you want to have a good time and lose maybe some of your memory or brain cells and maybe not know the names of the people that you cop off with, join us next March the 17th for Paddy's Day Extravaganza for carnageuk.com. We promise every night will be carnage. Hang on. <laughs> That's good. Go on. We promise that every night will be carnage. <laughs> I am available for work. I am available. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Jess writes the scripts. I do the voice work. <laughs> it's a team. It's a team made in heaven. Hire us. Hire us now. Excuse me, ads.co.uk. Um, well, listen, listeners, thanks for joining us and listening through that bit of fun at the end. A little bit of cheeky. A little bit, little bit of cheeky cheeky. Um, we'll be coming back next week, Nicole, with I would imagine episode three of The Only Way is Essex, series yes, one. We bloody well. And maybe we might do a little brief headline on Ultimate Girls Trip, which is now concluded. 
Yes. And the rumours about whether or not they'll even show the next one, because that's obviously got the Brandy Glanville, Caroline Manzo situation. Situation. Um, And also, we'll have had two episodes of the Salt Lake City reunion, so I'll be able to catch up by then as well. Yes, yes. Um, and we'll be further along with the traitors, and let's see if Paul gets taken out before the next time we speak to you. Yes, taken out, not as in literally murdered, taken out as in. Just metaphorically in the game of the traitors. <laughs> well, it's been a privilege. Weird. It's been a pleasure. Say that again. I was going to say, let's do our theme tune. Let's do our theme tune, Nicole. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. When I say excuse me, what'd you say? Next. Excuse me. Next. Excuse me. The only way is excuse me, baby. For series one now. And you know what? If you're still here, listeners, let's top and tail it with this gem. I'm going to fast forward to the chorus. If you want to have a fun summer this year in 2024, join us at Hyde Park for Ariana Grande and Friends Live. We're probably not going to have Ethan, whatever he is, SpongeBob SquarePants, but we are going to give you some canon work from Ariana Grande and her new banger. Yes, and coming to Hyde Park this summer 2024. Get your tickets on Ticketmaster.com. Or not, because they are a nightmare to get a refund from. Listeners, get ready as we say goodbye. Put your hands up and say to yourself. What do they say, Nicole? I say that she would do chess. And we not synced up the fade there, I got I've only heard it once. I've only heard it once. Anyway, excuse me. Excuse me, bye. Might cut that out. I like it.